Welcome to the Profit Priority Podcast, where we empower creatives to grow their business, expand their profits, and maximize their personal time. I'm your host, Lorianne Kuntz, wife, mama, and lover of all things business. Here on Profit Priority, we talk about it all, from unveiling money management tips that will help you maximize your profits, to talking about time management ideas that will help you stay inspired to continue to create, and to help you protect and preserve your energy so you can be present in all areas of your life, whether it's business or it's personal. Profit isn't just about money, it's about way more than that. Welcome back to another episode of the Profit Priority Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about payment processors, how you should be accepting payments from your clients and customers. Today, we're going to be talking about the ones that I've seen the most. As a bookkeeper, I've been in a lot of different payment processors. I've seen how they have worked with your banks, how they've worked with your uh, different accounting softwares. I have been on the client side of things to where whenever I go to pay for a service or a product, I see how it's like. And then obviously, as a business owner in the online space, I want things to be pretty simple and easy for me, for my bookkeeping and for my accounting and my reporting and everything like that. So to first start out, our goal whenever choosing a payment processor is to make it simple for you, to make it simple for your client, and to make it simple for bookkeeping. Because we want to be able to pull accurate reports. We want to be able to get insight and data there. We want your client to be able to go through a good client journey. And then we want you to be able to quickly and easily send out invoices, send out workflows, things like that. And obviously, I mean, we'll talk into some of the ones that I commonly see, like CRMs like Dubsado and HoneyBook and how that works together and which one I recommend. But we want to make things as easy as we can. And the first thing whenever I want to touch on before we get into the different ways of accepting payment is the mindset of avoiding processing fees. So a lot of times when people are just starting out their business, they are skeptical and they do not want to have processing fees. And while I see that and understand that, that mindset is not one of an established business. Processing fees are there for a reason. They make your life easier. It's why I am using a software I am using a service in a way, and that is how they're going to make your life easier. And so that's what I'm paying for. I'm paying for my clients to have a good client journey. I am paying for myself to be able to pull data and reports and analytics. And without having that, you're not going to have that type of stuff. So don't let processing fees hinder you from getting a CRM or going through a legitimate way of accepting payment. It also makes you look kind of skeptical whenever I, so for example, I have hired a branding photographer. Like, great, they know what they're doing. I love their work. It's awesome. And that photographer does not have any CRM set up. They don't have any um, ways of accepting payment. They try to get out of processing fees. And to me, that kind of lowers them on the like professionality. I don't know if that's a word professional ability, professional scale, what if that even is a thing. To me, it's like if you're not having an actual set up way to accept payment, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like an established business of sorts. So let's like kind of reframe, shape, reshape, reframe our minds around the processing fee situation. And if it's something that really is stumping you up, just raise your rates 3% because that's normally 
what is the cost of the processing fees? I would say Retina Square, PayPal, Stripe. I'm not sure what HoneyBook's fee is. They're all around 3%. So if it's something that's really hurting you, just raise your prices 3% to cover that. Okay, so let's talk about the different ways to accept payment. Now, sometimes this can be integrated with your CRM, and that's what I'm going to talk about first. So CRMs like Dubsado and HoneyBook are your client management software. You They take you through the inquiry process, your workflows, automations, things like that. Dubsado is my favorite over HoneyBook. There's been a few things that my clients have experienced with HoneyBook and their service like their customer service that I just am not a fan of. Um, but I think they both work really well for you to manage your inquiries and your leads and your clients and all of your contacts and things like that. So I think those are really good choices. Dubsado, HoneyBook. Now, Dubsado, their processing is actually backed by either PayPal or Stripe. So Dubsado is your CRM. PayPal or Stripe actually runs the invoice and runs the credit card charge or the bank transfer charge. HoneyBook, on the other hand, has their own processor. So they run their own things. I would say on a bookkeeping standpoint, for me, inside of Zero, it is either easier for us to have a client in Dubsado than HoneyBook. But like I said, they both do pretty much the same thing. I like the reporting inside of Dubsado better. I would say Dubsado, for me, wins it out a little bit. But on the business owner side of things, I think HoneyBook's a little bit easier to use and easier to set up. So kind of keep those things in mind whenever you're picking your CRM. Now, one thing that I want to mention is you don't want to have multiple different ways that people can pay you. So you don't want to have HoneyBook, Deposito, Square. Uh, you accept it through PayPal by itself individually. You accept Venmo, Cash Check. That makes things very complicated and hard for your bookkeeping and reports and for you to be able to get accurate financials. So we want to pick one way and that way can be with a CRM, without a CRM. I kind of have combined a lot of things together. So I do not use Zepsado. I do not use HoneyBook. Um, I actually have built my own CRM, like client management, inquiry management type situation inside of ClickUp. So I have like a workspace for that. And then I kind of have linked all of that together with Kajabi. Hey, do you ever wonder if something can be classified as a business expense? What are business expenses? What are deductions? Well, I have something for you. It is my free business expense and deduction guide, and it walks you through exactly what they are, what tax write-offs are, what the IRS claims are allowed to be business expenses, as well as giving you a list of what I see common creative entrepreneurs use for tax deductions. So head over to www.lauriancoots.com slash deductions, or click the link in the show notes to grab your free guide. Okay, now back to the episode. So my website's hosted on Kajabi. I use Kajabi for my um, email marketing. Kajabi's like kind of my all-in-one thing. And so my clients, once they get a proposal and everything, I shoot them over to a checkout page inside of Kajabi. And Kajabi is kind of like Dubsado to where Kajabi's payment processor is ran with either Stripe or PayPal. And so you can set up one or the other. I... Personally, have only Stripe set up for my like higher ticket stuff. For my digital products, I have both because I think smaller ticket items, people are quicker to buy if they have a PayPal option. And so I recommend that to my clients. 
and then I do that for myself. So Dubsado and Hunt and sorry, Dubsado and Kajabi are backed by Stripe and PayPal. HoneyBook has its own processor. Now, Stripe and PayPal, you can invoice directly inside of those things. So if you do not want a CRM or if you don't have Kajabi, you can invoice directly inside of Stripe or PayPal. I don't really recommend invoicing directly inside of PayPal. Um, PayPal can just be, I don't know, they just don't back up you as a service provider, as a small business owner, as well as Stripe. Stripe is kind of like more of a, um, it has more of a reputable, I don't know, reputation on backing up business owners whenever something might arise. So I would recommend invoicing directly inside of Stripe if you need, if you're like going to not have a CRM or like Kajabi or something. Stripe then will link up with Zero. It does not link up with QuickBooks Online, but it will link up with Zero, and you can make things a little bit easier there on your bookkeeping side of stuff. The other option is you could accept payment directly inside of QuickBooks Online or Zero and invoice directly in there. Um, I don't love QuickBooks Online invoicing and the way that they have things set up. So I would be a little bit careful with that if you're going to be doing things there, the way that the mapping and reports and everything can get a little bit messed up inside of there. Zero, on the other hand, is actually backed by Stripe. So again, it's the same type of thing um, as Dubsado and Kajabi. Zero's invoicing gets ran by Stripe. Like I said, they just have a better reputation whenever you're running credit cards and things like that. So hopefully that helps and it wasn't like too confusing. Those are the most common ones. I do not recommend Venmo at all. Square is one that I recommend for in-person sales. So if you are a salon and I have a few salons like done for you clients. So if you're a salon, Square is really nice. If you are any in-person type of business, Square is great. If you're an online business or a service-based business, I do not recommend Square. Um, Stripe is definitely the way to go, whether you use Stripe individually on its own or if you use a software that is ran by Stripe. The other thing that I wanted to mention is PayPal. Like I said at the beginning, you can accept payments through PayPal. I have my marketplace and all my templates shop and everything. Um, you can pay for those with PayPal. I think it's a great option whenever you have a lower ticket item. The only thing is make sure that you have a business-only PayPal. You want to make sure that's a business-only PayPal and you want to make sure that the accounts connected to that is your, either your checking account or your credit card. You do not want to have any personal accounts connected because it does make things a little bit complicated on the bookkeeping side of stuff because PayPal is actually supposed to be treated as an extra bank account because they hold money and then you'll move it from PayPal to your bank actual like checking account and that is like just a transfer anyways just make sure if you have a paypal account and you are accepting or paying people through paypal that you have um it only connected to like your business checking account and it makes it'll make your life easier i promise so to go back dubsado honeybook are great stripe are great it, or is great i have kajabi set up where people can pay me through stripe for like my higher ticket stuff PayPal is good for lower ticket things. That's normally just the ones that I recommend and set up. So if you guys have any questions, let me know. A lot of times those have integrations with QuickBooks Online or it's zero, which help makes the bookkeeper side of things easier. 
if you have a bookkeeper. If you don't have a bookkeeper, just pay attention really closely to the connections. I have seen multiple times where HoneyBook and particularly if you have HoneyBook and QuickBooks online, sometimes HoneyBook will do a double entry if it's like connected and then it will show that you've made like times two um, than what you actually have. So just be very careful if you are going to do any type of integration with your accounting software, but it is nice if they are working. So you just have to double check those. So let me know if you guys have any questions. Hopefully this helps. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Profit Priority Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found it helpful, please take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. This helps our podcast continue to grow and reach others just like you. As always, you can head over to lauriannkuntz.com to join our email list, as well as check out all the links and resources in the show notes. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at lauriannkuntz.co. That's all for now. See you next week.